And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Oh yeah, stepping on the beach The only place to read your emails and your tweets It's Friday, May 6th Welcome to the No Dunks Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, looking sharp today, Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? We got our Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. hey hey The international man of mystery, taking it to the beach, mm. Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm. and Making the magic happen over yonder, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second. Like the video, comment away. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube and uh, share the show. If you're a Survivor fan, make sure you check out yesterday's No Buffs podcast, breaking down the latest episode. Not many of these left. Three. Uh, we discussed whether Lindsay, seen here, is the real meat shield. Uh, we talked about Omer playing Mike like a damn fiddle. Got into the sanctuary reward. Survivor analogies. Marianne's chances of winning this thing. Island weather. So much more. So... Uh, highly recommend you go check out No Buffs. It uh, has its own separate YouTube feed and podcast feed. Did you end up watching the episode, Tess? I did. Nice. And uh, every single season, the ongoing joke here in No Dunks is it's a good time to get <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, perfect time. <laughs> yeah. But now, being in it, that's not even a joke. That's real. <laughs> right, right, right now, it's a good time to we're get not, in. We've never been lying to you. It's a great time to get in. It's uh, so, a very good so, time to get in. So you're into it. Okay, awesome. I'll check out No Buffs. Uh, and before we get to your questions and comments, we haven't hit the beach here in so long. I checked. February 2nd. Wow. The last beach step in specific podcast. Well, it was winter then. <laughs> Closer right. to summer now. You're right. So maybe you're right. that's why. Uh, but before we get to the questions, really dip our toes in those sand. Um, we got some NBA news to quickly address here as we head into the uh, playoff weekend. Dylan Brooks, Lily, suspended for game three versus the Warriors after the hard foul on Gary Payton, mm-hmm. uh, the second. We debated whether he would uh, get a game. Some of us thought, nah, because he missed the basically the entirety of game mm. two. Maybe that's sort of the suspension. But in the end, the, the league says no. Here you go. Thoughts? Uh, I think that's the right decision yep. because this one was a pretty careless, sloppy play by Dylan Brooks. Uh, you know, sometimes in the heat of the moment, things can happen. You can react. But when you take a running wind-up and clatter into a guy, hit his head, and he breaks his elbow, I don't think you really have got much of a defense there. Yeah. Uh, I understand playoff basketball. You don't want to give up any easy baskets, but you certainly also don't want to end a guy's season potentially, which may happen. I mean, obviously it depends on how long the Warriors go, but I believe Peyton's going to be missing up to six weeks here, which is significant time here. So I think it was a silly play. I think the league got it right. I think one game's enough. You hear people saying, well, he should be out as long as the injured player is out. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Uh, But I I believe, you know, uh, he got ejected, right call, and now he's going to miss a game for that. Anything, Dad? Good. Okay. It needed to happen <laughs> okay. before the injury, before the injury news of, of Gary Payton, which obviously is horrible having the season of his career. Still, Dylan Brooks should have been suspended immediately. The one game, yeah, debate that, whatever. At least he's suspended for sure, and Memphis has to overcome something just yeah. like the, the Warriors do. Okay. Uh, other news. Joel Embiid is listed as out for Game 3 versus the Heat tonight because of the concussion, the facial injury. Though... Woj says there's progress that could be made to change his availability for tonight's game Hmm. because he has yet to clear the NBA's concussion protocol and he can only be listed as out until he does. So I guess in theory, what Woj is saying is he could clear that at some point today and we could see Joel Embiid uh, back for game three. And we talked about it, like if he doesn't, if he doesn't play this series, it's it ain't a probably series, yeah. a sweep. Uh, it's looking that way. Um, so we'll find out. I mean, I think we're all hoping for tonight's game between the Sixers and Heat in Philly that he gets cleared at some point. He is healthy and good to go. Probably throws the mask on and, 
and tries to make this a more entertaining series. Yeah, they're leaving the door open for him to potentially return. It's a little bit of hopium, but I think it's a little bit of gamesmanship as well. You don't want to rule him out and say completely that he's out. Yeah. Because then the Heat have to prepare for him potentially being uh, available as well. So let's hope Embiid is available because this series is not very exciting yeah. if he's mm-hmm. not playing. Hopium. It's a hell of a drug. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I will say... Let's let's get on drugs here for a sec. Game three. All let's right. say they let's go. We're on the beach, so why? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they go home. There's the hope that Joel Embiid comes back, even if he doesn't come back tonight. Something's in the water. They have a good game. They could win one game at home with, right. with the crowd rocking, with George Niang getting hot. Something could happen. Somebody then, hits, hits some threes on this yeah. team would help. Yep. Yeah, and, and maybe less DeAndre Jordan. I know he wasn't the reason, but anyways, it could happen. Yep. Then game four and B comes back. Then it's two one. You could see and it. it's spicy. You could there see go. it. Squint. We, we could have a series. Okay. Okay. We'll uh, we'll wait to find out. I'm sure as soon as we post today's show, we'll know mm. whether or not Joel Embiid is playing in Game Three. That's how it goes. Okay. Let's hit the beach though. Uh, some great questions. Keep them coming. No dunks at theathletic.com. Tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. First one. Man, we're starting with a banger. We're starting <laughs> with the one that gets the clicks. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell for Paul George. Who says no? Utah will have to throw in pieces to make the money work, like Nikhil Alexander Walker. Royce O'Neal, but let me know your thoughts. That's from uh, Lachlan. R, Tass, Mitchell for PG. Who says no? Yeah, well, we talked about Rudy Gobert potentially demanding that one of them has to go. Yeah. Earlier this week, there was that Sean O'Connell rumor out there. We asked, give us your trade suggestions. Lachlan R, I think he did this a little hastily. I think he just threw this one together and threw it up there, but <laughs> it's juicy. Uh, so I, I included it because I want to say it's one of those rare who says no where both say no. Mm. I think. I know. I, Interesting. First glance, I think, well, Donovan Mitchell, younger. The Clippers probably say yes. But I think they would be a little wary of Kawhi just signed long-term. Paul George said signed long-term. They're okay with each other. I think they have this small, small little window here of trying to win a championship. They just went to a conference final. They know what each other brings. And I, I'm not sure Kawhi can entirely trust Donovan Mitchell to do what Paul George does mm-hmm. so I, I think there's would be a little hesitancy on the Clippers side I think they're just going to go into next year with the idea that last year th- this this past year we were entirely injured the year before we made the conference finals they just re-signed Robert Covington to two years 24 million dollars right. just yesterday so I think they're going to kind of stay status quo although I, I, I hear I, I hear the idea kind of makes sense but I I think the jazz from the jazz perspective, Hey, would you go for a now win now right now maybe win yesterday type of player in Paul George for Donovan Mitchell? It's an odd package, I think, um, and it's weird that in 2018 I had this flashback when Paul George was a free agent. Donovan Mitchell said, "Yeah, I think I'm going to try and get him to Utah." Uh, so if they got <laughs> traded for each other, that would be weird. But I don't know. I I, I don't like it okay. for some reason from both sides. <laughs> what do you think? I think the Clippers would do this. I think they would say, why not? Why not? Because <laughs> The because, classic Lee Ellis yeah. GM. Look, look Paul not? George is, is the better player, no question about it. But there are some serious concerns about his health. You know, he missed uh, 51 games this season. He missed basically 28 the season before. And then before that, he missed about another 20 as well. He obviously had that horrible injury nearly a decade ago as well. Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant player. He's an all-star, you know, MVP candidate at his best. But I think his body is starting to let him down. He's 32 years old. And also that pairing with Kawhi hasn't been great. It's been good at times, but it hasn't been great. And I think if you say, well, maybe we cash in and get the younger player with still some questions himself. Donovan, no doubt about his leadership and his defense needs to work. But maybe he's just a maybe a slightly better fit there with Kawhi Leonard. Maybe not. Who knows? Mm. But I think they just signed Paul George that five-year uh, extension for 226. I think he's got about three years left after this. Maybe four. Is it? I can't quite remember. But <laughs> I just think if you're the Clippers, you think maybe why not? Let's let's roll the dice here and he see. He's a lot happens. younger. Yeah, and that's, and I, I just, I just, just sort of think that they might might think that this is an opportunity for them. Whereas Paul George, like 32 is old, but it's also not old if you get five good years out of him still. Right. But I just wonder, you know, again, he's, he's had all sorts of weird injuries and uh, he continues to get injured. So maybe if you're the Clippers, you go, all right, all right, why not? <laughs> See, I think the Clippers say no. <laughs> That's what I like. I think the Clippers say no, like, right away. Yeah. Because you're way closer to a title. <clears throat> with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I think, than with Kawhi Leonard and Donovan Mitchell. One thing that I didn't ever 
think about until I saw this uh, question. Donovan Mitchell, he's got two first names, just like Paul George. <laughs> They're kind of the same guy. It's very much the Spider-Man meme. You know, I don't think either of these guys are clear-cut number ones, Paul George or Donovan Mitchell. They're also too good to be number twos. They're kind mm. of one and a half. Yeah. But I think that Paul George and Kawhi is more of a title contender than Paul George or than Kawhi and Donovan Mitchell. And I think that if you're the Clippers, you say, we just destroyed your team last year. <laughs> like, we just completely eviscerated your team going by Donovan Mitchell. Now we're going to trade for that guy? I don't think that happens. Yeah, I, I'm leaning towards sort of Trey's thinking here. I think of the two teams, I think the Clippers are more likely to say no in this scenario, where the Jazz might be like, well, oh, Paul George is a good player. When he's healthy, mm. he actually can play some defense. Uh, you know, we pair that with Rudy. Maybe we're right back in the mix of things that, uh, that they would be more likely. Because I also truly believe that the Jazz are going to have to make a decision here, Rudy or Donovan. Like, that's that's happening this summer. And it's like, what's the best... What's the best, uh, you know, direction for us to go with our franchise? Like, which one are we are t- attaching to here in, in Mitchell or Gobert? And then, obviously, what's the best package we can get back? Because like, I don't think they're, like, leaning into, like, a blow it all up and let's, uh, you know, go worry and chase uh, lottery balls and stuff like that in Utah. I wouldn't think so. Mm-hmm. They're going to want, like, a pretty good return from one of these guys. So I would say the Clippers would be most likely saying no in this hypothetical. Lachlan, I said you just tossed that one together, but you know what? You got some good debate here on the show. And let me throw in another one that just came in under the wire for Rudy Gobert. Okay. Because that was, you know, the initial discussion. Are they going to trade Rudy? Are they going to trade Donovan Mitchell? As you said, probably one goes. Email from Jordan V came in. The Wolves jump in and receive Rudy Gobert. Utah receives D'Angelo Russell's expiring, Jaden McDaniels, and... 2022 and 2024 first round picks. Mm. Let's say they're unprotected. Jane McDaniel's the right, you know, the most potential on this in this trade package, but a couple juicy picks there. Unless the Wolves are good, and then they're sort of middle of the, you know, first round 2022. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, um, who the Jazz could use, I suppose. Not a, not enough. I, I will say it Jordan V. Doesn't feel like enough. I'll I will say honest. Jordan V is a Wolves fan. It's pretty. Well, clear. that makes that makes yeah. some sense. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I threw think that you in. would do that trade if you're Minnesota. Yes, <laughs> giving up D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, yes, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. giving yeah. up yeah. one yeah. of your young guys that you're, is promising, but really, you know, who knows what the ceiling is on McDaniel's? And then you said a couple picks. Yeah, yeah. you'd be doing that for Gobert. To picks. pair with Towns would be fascinating. Right, that yeah. would be it. Would be fascinating. Yeah, he is a Wolves fan. Okay. Um, yes, and the first round picks are. Listen, it depends on where you are in your uh, timeline. The Jazz, I'm not sure they do the Paul George deal because I don't know if they want to get older and maybe they do right. want to go younger with these for two first-round picks, which would be a good haul because you don't see two first-round picks that are unprotected uh, come around that often. So anyway, uh, moving on to the second question here. Sure. No Dunkaroos. First time, long time. Watching these playoffs got me wondering, for the next 10 years, you can pick one of these guards. Who you got? Jordan Poole. Tyrese Maxey or Jalen Brunson? Oh, I don't usually do these, but these yeah, are That's a good one. Mm, those are, yeah. That's a good one. Three up and comers. Uh, thanks, big fan. Keep up all the great work. That's from Sam. So, Lee, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey or Jalen Brunson? Wow, Jesus. yeah. Great one. Really good. Uh, I think they've all got uh, a lot of potential there. Um, I think uh, I, like, I tried to sort of compare them. Who can I see them being like? Oh, I was going to bring that up. Right. Like, yeah, like best case scenario, yeah, yeah. who they turn into. Yeah. Okay, go and, through that. I'll, okay, I'll, hear your I'll start with Jalen Brunson because he had a fantastic series in the first round. He's cooled off, obviously, here against the Phoenix Suns. But yep. I can see a, a sort of a Mike Conley career, a, a pretty reliable, steady okay. hand, yep. not super flashy. But you know what you're getting out of him. I think he's going to be a starter next season wherever he plays. Well, I guess maybe not if he's in Dallas still, but I can see him having starter potential. Yep. But of a, a reliable hand. I, I've compared him to Van Vliet before. Right. Brunson, okay. Like sort of like that might be his. You know, is there an All Star too in his yeah. future? Yeah. You know, in the right role. You know. Well, and I think Mike Conley works in that scenario that he yeah. was a one time, but yeah. he probably could have been. You know, more than that. Okay. Um, Tyrese Maxey. Now, look. Uh, Ooh, tough one. Tough one. But I can see him right now. I think he's more a scoring shooting point guard rather than a distributing point guard. So I sort of look at him as like a Lou Williams, a Jamal Crawford, sort of one of those guys who can go out there and get you a bucket mm. uh, because that's what I've seen from him. He's fast, he's young and all that right now. His shooting's good. Um, and those guys are legends. I mean, you know, maybe not best defensive players, maybe not even like set up point guards, but 
great as far as doing what they're uh, paid to do. Okay. And then Jordan Poole I came up with is a little bit tougher for him, I thought, because I, I do think it's Jordan Poole. He's going to be my answer. I think he's shown me the most all-round game of these three with a higher ceiling, I think, as well, out of these three. Uh, I think he does have all-star appearances in his future. Yeah. I do. He I just mean, jumped into the pool party. I right? did. I did. Uh, I think he's a good shooter. We've seen him passing. We've seen him rebound. We do all that. So I'm seeing a sort of a Kyle Lowry out of him. What? Holy! Didn't expect oh my that. My God! Well, well Kyle Curry's the comparison for pool. Yeah, but uh, see, say again, Curry. Curry. Well, Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But see, I didn't want to go that deep. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think he's MVP caliber myself right now. But Steph Curry sure. wasn't MVP caliber in his second or third season either. So. Who knows? Right. But I just think Jordan Poole is uh, is coming along very nicely, and his game is a little bit more rounded out of the uh, out of the three of them. In the in the sense that I think he's the guy who can go for fifty. Well, Maxi could too. I don't think Jalen Brunson's that sort of a guy. I don't think so. He went for forty in a playoff. Yeah, he did. He did. But uh, but uh, and Ben Bleed's got a fifty under his belt. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I like just Conley, think, probably not. I just think if I was to, if I if I could pick one of those guys, I would be picking Jordan Poole first. I okay. think uh, I think he's got the most potential, the most talent, and the most all aroundness to his game. It is a good question, Trey. You go next. I mean, Poole, Maxi, or Brunson, and what did you think about the comparisons? And uh, yeah, well, take take us through your thinking with this. It one. comes down to Poole and Maxi for me. Yeah. Just because Brunson's a little bit older, I think he's got. Got the lowest ceiling uh, of these three. He's probably the best playmaker, probably like the most steady guy. Like if you're going to make a bet on any of the three of these to have one all-star appearance, Brunson's maybe the guy. Mm. That being said, I'm going with Maxi, assuming that his shooting is percentage is actually for real. Like he shot 42.7% from three this year. Right. If he can shoot 43% from three and be one of like the five fastest guys in the league, he's going to score 20 a game pretty easily. Poole, I don't know what to make of him, man. Like, he's got the highest highs of these three, I think for sure. He does, to me, warrant Steph Curry comparisons for the way he plays. And for, you know, he's kind of got the the combination of being able to play off the ball, being able to handle the ball and pull from three, and then also having a lot of wiggle to get inside and finish inside. Doesn't play any sort of defense, which, you know, fair enough. Neither None of these three guys are lockdown defenders. Brunson's probably the best of the three, but... Poole, I just don't know. You know, he was in the G League uh, like a year ago. He'll have a game where he goes for 35, and then he'll have an 0 for 10 game. And I don't know. I just think Maxi is kind of right in the middle of being steady and also having a super high ceiling. So give me Tyrese Maxi. Okay. For a comparison for him, and I think Sixers fans are going to hope maybe it's not like uh, continuing like how they've started their careers, but like what about Fox? De'Aaron Fox was like an actually really good three-point shooter in his second year. Remember? He was like a 38% three-point shooter, and then it just like completely like fell off a cliff one of the fastest guys in the league he's obviously a great player i love him kentucky connect- connection there too uh but can maxi be a better shooter than i think uh, maxi's probably already better than fox for me for me right now yes wow mm-hmm. i mean he's i mean he's only in the second year and he's uh proven so far that he's a better shooter than fox who's had really bad years after that second good year that he was a good three-point shooter yeah if you believe in maxi you believe in this short playoff run in this regular season and i do I think Maxi is great, so I would pick him out of the three. Yeah, it's it's yeah very difficult, but Jalen Brunson, that by far the oldest, you know, a, a, a full two years older than the other guys. I I do like Poole and Maxi's ability to be off the ball. I mean, Maxi, you know, playing with James Harden has been really really good, uh, and so put him on the ball, put him off the ball, and put him on the defensive end. I think he's shown that. Yeah. I, he can do it all, really. Uh, Jordan Poole is very, very capable. The defensive end, I, maybe I'm in playoff mode, and I think defense wins championships right now. But he is he's a problem on that end. Uh, the people are hunting him, and that doesn't happen to Maxi And uh, Brunson, uh, I, I, the only thing, he's a great player, easily. Uh, you know, a Conley type is, is great. Um, uh, a great comparison. And, yeah, uh, just the age. And he really, really has to have the ball in his hands, I think, to be effective. Although I'm sure he'll grow in that in that direction as well because he does play decently with Luca, but a very good question. A very three oh, solid players. It's really here. good. Uh, I mean, I think I go with Maxi too, but I love Brunson. I've talked about him a lot this season, and then Poole. I mean, I I said he's going to win Finals MVP. I yeah, guess, but back you thought in October, you thought so. you were making somebody else say that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, but he's going to win Finals MVP. That's possible. I guess what I'm getting at. So, I mean, wow. How do you? How do you turn down him? Imagine he wins a finals MVP and Steph doesn't have one. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Be weird. Uh, no, I would go Maxi though, of these three guys. I really like what I've seen from him in the playoffs for sure, and then all season long. I mean, guys already scoring 18 points per game, and 
and he's not afraid of it. Gets at it defensively too. Uh, he's definitely not afraid of the moment. It feels like so. Give me yeah. him. That's a big part of it. We just haven't even seen De'Aaron Fox in a postseason game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I mean, I'm not, I, are... I am not giving up on Fox. I think there yeah. is some comparisons there, sure. especially when you look at like their early, early starts to their career. Um, yeah, and Fox is on a garbage team, and <laughs> you know he's like he's obviously fallen out of favor with a lot of people. But I think there's a lot of talent still there. But we'll see. Um, next one. Sup, no dunks. What do you think is worse, an air ball or a shot that bounces off the side of the backboard? Mm. My first instinct was obviously off the side of the backboard because it looks bad. It looks worse. But an air ball results in a chant from the crowd. What do you think? That's from Dylan. <laughs> wonder, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> yeah, I said a couple of both of those, I guess. Um, so there you go, Trey. That's a great one. That's air, a great one. Air ball or, or like the one that just hits the side of the backboard? Last question was really tough to call. <laughs> Which are you choosing between Maxi, Poole, and Brunson? This one is easy for me. I would much... I think it's much worse to hit the ball off the side of the glass than an air ball. Air balls, they're commonplace. They are. I shot a million air balls in my life. (laughs) Right. Shot one on Wednesday, in fact. (laughs) Like Dylan says, they happen so often they have their own chant. Mm. The other thing with an air ball, you can convince yourself you were close to making it on an air ball. That was just short. You know, that was just six inches to three feet short. Yeah. That was just six inches long. You also have a chance of getting the rebound underneath the hoop and getting an easy put back. Then you can do the, hey, nice pass. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, you under there. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff goes out the window with a shot off the side of the glass. It's so embarrassing. When you pull up from the corner <laughs> yeah. and it goes straight corner of the glass, Paul <laughs> yeah. George style, you feel like a fool. Yeah. You feel like a complete idiot. Shout out to my guy, Andrew Olson. Took one three-point attempt in college. Right off the side of the class. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, we were going wild. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, off the backboard, way worse than an air ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about it, you're saying the air ball, like, it can be straight, but it's just obviously you it's left it off. short. Yeah. I mean, in a way, when you accidentally bank in a three-pointer, that's just the lucky man's air ball. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly just like, right. You just did the opposite. You yeah. went way too hard yeah. and it somehow bounced in. Um, yeah, I think I think worse is off the side of the backboard. Uh, agree or disagree? I, I totally agree. And watching the NBA game, air balls are happening a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they happen a couple times a game from good shooters just because guys are bombing away from a little bit deeper, so they don't stand out as much as a ball off the side of the backboard. Uh, you can't rebound that. If you want to look at it that way, yeah, the air balls. Air balls 90% of the time go to the offensive player. <laughs> yeah, I've said that before on Twitter. It's like, it feels like it. I know that's a reach, but it generally feels like it goes to an offensive player guy. Yeah. You know, the defense is ready for it to hit the rim. <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah, that's right. No one no one expects the air ball coming in. You yeah. just have to be ready for it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the air ball is more embarrassing, but you know what's more frustrating? Air ball is more embarrassing. Worse? Uh, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. The air ball is, uh, is less, less, less than, than the one off the backboard. Yeah. The one off the backboard is more embarrassing. But you know what's more frustrating? The shot that you get up that's got the perfect release, got the perfect backspin. Mm-hmm. It's accurate. It's online. You're almost backpedaling. And then thumps off the back of the iron or something. You're like, how did that one miss? That was in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But people don't. No, 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 no one says no it. One says it. Just it. You're yeah. more just like, that was in. How did that one miss? <laughs> Great. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. <laughs> Happened on Wednesday night. Uh, it's the worst feeling, man. Thought you had one. Like, it's like, that's like, in. That's in. Yeah. Get back, guys. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're yelling, you're yelling at your guys to get back? Oh, <laughs> that's more frustrating because you're like, that looks good. It feels good. It's on its way. That's you Just wait for the swish. And then it just thumps off the iron. How do you feel about when you take a shot and it doesn't feel good at all coming out of your hands uh, and it still goes in? Yeah. That's almost worse. You're yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey! Yeah. Yeah, you do the uh, short or no. <laughs> I was going to say, Tass is, Tass is the king of yeah. calling his own shots short, left, yeah. right. And yeah. I, I know no you've touch. done it before and it's gone in. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guess I was wrong on that one. Yeah. Not as left as I thought. <laughs> I think that's more annoying for the other people because they're like, "Why'd you say that for?" Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be like that. Yeah, you know, being, let, let you're almost go. being cocky. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Okay, I know you are. Yeah. You are first off a great three point shooter. Yeah. You're really good in the corners. Um, have you ever clanked it oh, off the side of the backboard? Wow, yeah. I, I've oh, never yeah. seen you do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the most embarrassing moment was when I had the two free throws. We're down by a point. The game's over. 
So two free throws. And you clanked it off the side of the, the backboard. Fir- but it was, yeah. but it was uh, international, so it was a one-on-one. So you got to hit the first to get the second. I was like, this is the moment I wanted. Yeah, you love free throws. Absolutely bricked the first. <laughs> Didn't even hit iron. Clunked it off the backboard. Oh my god! I was so upset. Uh, you're a practice free throw game. I was. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I was 14 or something, and I was playing in a men's league, and I was like, ah, this is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ice these babies, <laughs> make some free throws, and just thud off the backboard. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's right. And from that moment on, I've been practicing my free throws. Loneliest place in the world, you say. Uh, all right, well, let's hear from everybody out there in the stream team, everybody listening to the podcast later. That is a fun question from Dylan. Airball or the shot that bounces off the side of the backboard? Which one is worse? I mean, we didn't bring up the airball champ part. I mean, that is, it's, that would suck if you're yeah. a, a professional basketball player. That's a good point. You get that airball champ. Yeah, but, but also, though, you've got you to sort of do the odd. You know, well, well, you and, say it got yeah, tipped yeah, or yeah, yeah like, you got fouled yeah, yeah. or it's yeah. slick. Hey. Yeah, yeah, point to the other guy. Like you, you, You're supposed to be cutting. You know, you're just deflecting at that point, <laughs> deflecting. And also the defensive players have made it a habit now to duck out of the way. When, yeah. when an air ball goes out of bounds, mm. Devin Booker did it the other day. Yeah, in this he did. Series. Well, watch out, flying balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's embarrassing, but still. <laughs> Side of the backboard. Yeah. It's like you don't want to touch that. Even if you're on that guy's team, you don't want to yeah. touch that ball. That's a dirty ball. That's the defense. <laughs> yeah. the, the defense is like now too small when it's like, whoa, where did that one that's go? A good you, know, you know, yeah. That's good. Good call. You uh, ever bank in a three from the corner? Ooh, like off fun. the top oh. corner of the glass? That's the weirdest feeling. Yeah. Like, that's, I, that's even worse than like banking one in from the top of the yeah. key. You're like, at least it, I aimed it straight on that one. It's like, you missed pretty bad. <laughs> But you got a gift from the heavens. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> that, uh, I've said this before. That happened at the game that uh, JD was at in so the Sky weird. Dome. Michael Jordan versus the expansion uh, Raptors. Uh, he goes, I think accidentally, he hits like a baseline. They, they waved it off because it was too late. But he hits uh, a baseline jumper that somehow goes off the glass. And I mean, like, he's baseline. Mm, it's really good. weird. It's got to happen like... Five times a year, maybe. In yeah, the NBA. that's like pretty a banked-in shot from the baseline. Very weird. Do you think we'll ever see a player that comes in the league named Airball? <laughs> because then you could chant his name. <laughs> well, Probably, <that> was... not. <laughs> Probably not. That would be cool. Like even last name. Is there, is there anybody in the world last named Airball? <laughs> well, I mean, there's several balls in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lonzo Airball <laughs> to pay tribute to Michael Jordan there in Chicago. No, I don't know. I mean, you could see parents in the hospital room. Hey, what do you want to name your kid? Mm. Airbud, Airball? Yeah, no problem. All right, write it down. Got it. I mean, first name, last name. It probably wouldn't happen, but you know. What do you want to name your kid? Airbud. Airbud. But then they miss it. They think they they hear it as Airball. Yeah, Airball. No problem. Right. Ah, shit. I said Airbud. I guess I'm tired. I'm having a kid. Let's take our first break. Uh, When we come back, we got a lot more questions to get to, so don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Back with no dunks. Let's just jump right in. Another question here. Hey, guys. I love the show and haven't missed one in years. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. I want to hear your opinions on which player needs a new situation, aside from Damian Lillard 
or Bradley Beal. Myself, I want to see Julius Randle on a team where he will have a strong ball handler and creator. What's your take? Thanks to all. That's from Dave in Maine. So, Trey, new situation. What do you got? Just uh, realized my reading comprehension skills. <laughs> Is that why you chuckled while I was doing the question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Once you got to the part that says, which player needs a new situation aside from Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal? I just saw three names in this, and I thought... We're choosing between the three, again, uh, right? <laughs> Lillard, Beal, or Randall. So I was ready to take you back on a little journey through Twitter time. This is a tweet from Sham Sharanya. The Washington Wizards had a volatile practice within recent days with verbal altercations among players and an exasperated Bradley Beal saying toward team officials, I've been dealing with this for seven years. Mm. That was November 2018. Wow. <laughs> Four seasons ago, the Wizards since then have gone 126 and 182. They've got one playoff appearance, which they lost 4-1 to one to the Sixers. So for me, even though this is the opposite of what Dave in Maine was asking, <laughs> yeah. it's got to be Beal. Like, get this guy to another team, because right now he's eligible for a five-year Supermax deal, which would mean another five years of should he stay or should he go now. Right. Yeah, good years as the number two with Wall, not as good as the number one with kind of no number two alongside him. He's probably a 1.5. I would like to see what he can do on another team, and I'm sorry for poorly reading your question. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm the sorry, little history. Dave. Yeah, yeah. My bad, Dave. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it's okay. What yeah. do you got? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, the, the question, uh, he eliminated of the obvious answers, so that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Randall, yes, I agree. But I'm going with De'Aaron Fox. We talked about him. Oh, I, yeah. I want I want him in a different situation. I think he's been good. His numbers actually weren't as bad as I thought they were last season. He didn't have a great season, but they weren't actually that far off the season before, which we had a great individual season there. Yeah. He's also got some injury concerns as well. He hasn't played more than 60 games in three seasons, so he's a young player. He needs to sort that out. But I just think after five seasons in Sacramento, he's going to have his 15th coach in the uh, next season when it's either Mark Jackson or uh, Mike Brown by the sounds of it. I think he deserves to go somewhere else. I think he's a good player, but you can't thrive in an atmosphere where you're having continual turnover of mm-hmm. front office, coaching staff, bad teams, bad situations. He's, you know, he's got to improve as well as defense and uh, is more consistency shooting that three-pointer. But I would love to just see him go to a team where he's got some good players around him, a bit more of a solid uh, foundation, and I think he could thrive. And I think I think he definitely has all-star potential, mm-hmm. but he's not going to realize that in Sacramento. In both these situations, Beal and Fox, they got new big guys, though, to play with, uh, you know, if they stick around with their franchises. Beal with Porzingis and Fox with Sabonis. Um but I like I like the deer and fox answer a lot. I mean, I'd like to see them flourish in Sacramento if they could ever right. get their shit together yeah. too. I mean, uh, again, I'm buying all the fox stock you have, but it's a good one. Uh, do you have another one, Tess? Uh, I just want to note one thing. Bradley Beal said he's been there for seven years. It was only six at that point because I looked it up. I want to see. <laughs> nice. Did he get drafted in 2011? Has he been there that long? It was 2012. He's been there ten years already, ten wow. full seasons, and. I went to go see how long he signed for, and he just has a player option for next year, and that's it. All that talk that, oh, he, he re-signed in Washington, he's going to be there forever, it was a real short deal. It was a one plus one, so he just had the one, and here comes the other one, and uh, I agree that beyond that, if they don't do, if they don't change anything drastically, I mean, they may give it a little shot here with him and Porzingis, but I can see a deal being done. How, how many Beale. playoff series has Bradley Beal won with the Wizards? I know well, they, they beat the Raptors. Yeah, they beat. Is I, that the? Oh, so they I beat think the they lost to the Hawks after that. So he may have. Been they lost to the Celtics. Yeah. Um, that they got to the second round. It was a seven-game series. They should have won and should have gone to their oh, only right, conference right, right. finals. So I don't know. Maybe. Looks like they two. won a series in fourteen, fifteen, oh, and seventeen. Okay. Back when Wall was actually playing. more than yeah. I thought. I thought maybe one or two, but uh, I guess you're saying three. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Never made it out of the second round. No. Uh, give me Lonnie Walker just to throw one in. Nice one. So many guards on those on the San Antonio <laughs> Spurs. He's been there for four years, uh, which yeah, we were we were back calling one of his summer league games yep. uh, back at NBA TV. He can look like a Hall of Famer. I th- I'm guessing he wants to play elsewhere after they were eliminated from the play-in tournament. I think he only played 17 minutes. He did a bunch of liking tweets that said he should have played more. He should have played more. <laughs> uh, and I'm yeah reading into that, but they have so many guards. And Dejounte Murray obviously is going to play a ton. Second year, Dem Vassell played more than him. Derek White played more than he got traded. And then Josh Richardson played more. 
they have another one in Josh Primo. Yeah, I was going to say, Kelvin. Primo was playing down the stretch. Yep. Yeah, Kelvin Johnson, who you know might play a different position, but he's 6'5". So, uh, yeah, I, I think Lonnie Walker's got, got another destination in him at some point. Too many guards on the dance floor. Too, Too many, many guards. guards. Okay, uh, next one. Hey, guys, love the show. I have a bold prediction that I'm 100% convinced will happen this offseason. Listen to this. The Lakers will become the first team in NBA history to hire a woman as their head coach. Do you have any big predictions of your own for the NBA coaching carousel this offseason? Thanks so much. Love the show. John from D.C. He is, I mean, that's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. I mean, it, on, on, on two accounts. One, that we finally get uh, a woman head coach, and then he's saying it's the Lakers as the as really the first team. So we'll see, John. But, Tass, yeah, do you have any other bold predictions when it comes to these the coaching positions? Yeah, not as bold as John. Hopefully uh, it happens. If it was the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah, that would be uh, an even more prominent story. And it should happen at some point. There's only three coaching vacancies. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, go so, through them. Yeah, so the Lakers being the most prominent. And, yeah, we hinted at the Kings, who don't have one currently, and the Charlotte Hornets. That's right. Uh, and uh, my bold prediction, it's not the boldest of bold because this man has been a coach for a long time, but uh, Mike D'Antoni is kind of, you know, just flown out of the radar for a bit. He was a Pelicans consultant this past year. He was a Nets assistant the year before that uh, and a Rockets coach before that. He's obviously been a coach for a very long time. He's 70 years old. We got to talk to him at Summer League the other year, Trey and I, and coach just in his blood. I think he's got a, he's got an itch to scratch. He's got to get back, whether it's the Hornets, as he's been rumored to, to uh, be a, definitely a, a leader in the clubhouse, it feels like, as, the, as a guy who could coach there. Obviously, with him and Lamelo Ball, whew, juicy stuff. Um, I think I think he gets back back into the mix, but not all that bold. Got to be honest, John from DC. I like your call better. So there are three open spots right now, but uh, you said Hornets, Kings, and Lakers could be more though coming. I mean, we don't know what's happening with Quinn Snyder and the Jazz, right? That That's, one, yeah. Uh, they sort of said they're going to keep him, though. I okay. think I know that okay. can change, right. but the, the sort of first initial response was like, he's our guy. I would say who's another potential that's Doc maybe Rivers. done. Uh, Doc mm-hmm. Rivers in Philadelphia is a, is a solid one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, is Tibbs? I, for, I guess not. Tibbs it doesn't I, seem like it. Yeah, not a lot of buzz. I think right you start now. running out of them after those yeah. two there. I think Tibbs has got probably 20 to 30 games of next season to right. co- correct that thing. If he can get them at least minimum 500, he probably can hang on. But if they get off to a 4 and 16 start yeah. or something, he's probably gone. But. Sounds like he's uh, staying for now. I saw, I think it was Billy Boy, Bill Simmons tweeting, the most fun NBA summer coaching outcomes would be <laughs> D'Antoni with the Hornets, Mark Jackson with the Kings, <laughs> Doc Rivers with the Lakers, and then Jay Wright with the Sixers, uh, college coach there. Mm. That, that's what Billy Boy's saying. Uh, it just screams fun. Yes, I mean, I mean, nothing more fun than uh, Mark Jackson uh, coaching the Kings. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? Any bold predictions when it comes to any of these? Well, the Dan Tony connection with Mitch Kupchak is being rumored about Charlotte, but yeah. I think the Hornets and Dan Tony is a proven coach. Uh, you know, his team's going to play really good offense, but that's certainly not the issue with Charlotte. Their offense is pretty good. They get out and score. I think they need someone, and they need the personnel to be able to do it, but I think their focus has to be on a, a defense first team because uh, you saw the Hornets can score 150 but concede 160. So uh, that's a thing. And, and you know, Dan Tony has been great, but I think for a youngish team, you need someone who can maybe connect a little more to these younger players and also install a defensive mindset first. Mm. Yeah, a lot of these guys are uh, they're oldies. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dan Tony, Mark, <laughs> Doc. Uh, Trey, you got any bold coaching predictions? My bold coaching prediction is that Quinn Snyder doesn't coach next season. He just had hip replacement surgery. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of buzz during the season about would he be a potential Lakers coach? Yep. Would, would the Jazz want to move on from him? Like Lee's saying, it seems a little bit like they would still be interested in keeping him. The Jazz aren't a franchise that changes coaches a lot. But it did seem to just kind of come out of nowhere, the idea that Quinn Snyder could possibly not be coaching uh, the Jazz next season. Yep. They had a stressful season, a disappointing season. If he's already unsure and he's rehabbing from a major injury, I could see him deciding to take a year off before figuring out the next move. Yeah, he'll, he'll get another job. As, totally. You know, kind of whenever he's ready sort of thing. So uh, he could definitely afford to take a year off. I guess my bold prediction will be heading into next season, if the Nets got off to a brutal start, 
Could Nash mm-hmm. be gone? If the Hawks got off to another brutal start, could Nate McMillan be gone? Could, if the Blazers got off to a garbage start, you know, is it a short run for Chauncey Billups? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll just throw that into the mix. Yeah, he may have a bit of uh, leeway considering yeah. they're moving forward with things, um, you know, in a different direction. The Lillard situation is, is probably a big factor there as well. Well, yeah, right. That's yeah. What, but if he's back and healthy yeah. and stuff like that, I mean, there's expectations. And if you you got to switch yeah. up something, we always say it, if you uh, get yeah. off to the garbage start, it's like, well, you're not getting rid of all the players at this yeah. point. You're going to have to do something. So uh, good stuff there from, uh, who was that? John. Yeah, I definitely. You yeah. mentioned some of the situations that ended poorly there, you know, Portland, Brooklyn. I was going through the thirty teams and wondering, are all those coaches there? Because those ones, I thought Portland's still there. Yeah, Chauncey Billups just yeah. just signed yeah. five years, right? So yeah. that's he's probably he's has probably a bit of a leash, and, and they love him. Although the team has not performed. Yeah, yeah, well, well, but they also were like, let's tank this season at, at the end, end yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think of the three I said, he is the most likely yeah. to still be there for a year or two or whatever until they can like figure out where you know where that team is going. But Nash and uh, <laughs> yeah. who else? I mean, Doc, of course, yeah. obviously Quinn Snyder, and then I think Nate, Nate McMillan. Yeah. I don't think he would have the longest leash in the world. That's true. Uh, with some expectations there in Atlanta. Yeah, only three. That's uh, three vacancies. It's got to be a low for. An off season, yeah, yeah, it can increase Doesn't to maybe always four. Always goes through these weird cycles. Yeah. It feels like where there's like ten, and then there's like three, and then mm-hmm. ten. It's like it feels like we've had a lot of changeover recently. Even at like at the bottom of the standings, almost every team has a fairly new coach, except for kind of Detroit. Yeah, in case yeah, you know. it's like a wave, I guess. We are at the beach. Mm. <laughs> nice, there you go. Well, speaking of nice. beaches, I know Dunkaroos. It's not Dunkaroos, it's Dunkaroos. I discovered you two years ago just as lockdown was starting in the UK. Listening to your pod kept me somewhat sane when we were only allowed out once a day for exercise. Really big fan, thanks for the daily laughs. I love two things. First, I love basketball. Second, I love the ocean and coast. (laughs) I am a professor in coastal oceanography at the University of Southampton, UK. I research coastal processes for a living. Wow. So whenever you do beach step in, my first thought, which beach? <laughs> Which is your favorite beach worldwide? That's from Ivan H. in Southampton, UK. I've mm. never heard anybody say I love the coast. Like, just like that specific. But <laughs> it makes sense seeing what he does. Yes. What beach are you on in that in the opening clip? Turks and Caicos. Oh, uh, uh, you're Grace, Grace Bay. Bay. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Grace in the Grace hey. Bay. Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. Grace Bay. Yeah. One of the best. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> He's been there. Can I get yeah. one? Can I get yeah. one? Yeah. 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 Hey, you've been, yeah. been to Grace Bay? Get the fuck out of Grace Bay and Turks. It yeah. is, like, uh, considered one of the best beaches in the world. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> well, you disagree? No, I don't disagree at all. 12 miles I just, of hail sands? Way. No, 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 no. It is beautiful. Azure seas? It's just one of those... Where did you see that rating for it? Because there are so many... Probably on Turks and Caicos. Yeah, exactly. That's their tourism board no beaches are great love beaches where are my beaches at um, because the funny thing is growing up in Australia right and then living in North America as yeah. soon as people hear you from Australia they assume you're a beach bum surfy sure. like live on the beach Gold I coast. grew up in a little town you know we had city beaches which were not very pleasant because there was a lot of ocean traffic coming through there so and uh-huh. they weren't wavy it was like kind of gross yeah and then when we went Sounds down... Like it'd be like, we're what, waiting. living on Lake Erie or Ontario yeah, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then it's when water, we, when we would go away camping, uh, we would go down to the coast, which is further down south in Victoria, mm-hmm. where it would get freezing down there. And so even in summer, I, my memories of when we were kids and we'd go to the beach, it was like about a kilometre walk from the like shore to the water anyway. You get in the water, it's freezing so so <laughs> I remember I remember going to the water he's like, freezing like why do people love the beach so much yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that pleasant it's like you're you're super hot you're outside you go in the water and you're like this is cold now so sand everywhere. yeah it wasn't until I sort of went up to northern Australia Queensland and, and even uh, I don't know you actually you and JD might have been to Bondi Beach have you guys been yeah. there at all well I've, I've have yeah. you been to uh, Whitehaven Beach in Queensland, yeah, uh, that I, is yeah. incredible. The Whit Sundays, yes, yes, yeah, those that is like are unbelievable. Yeah. It looks yeah. fake, yeah, like the photos. Yeah. Have you been there, JD Bondi? I've been to Bondi, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Not I've been. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's all right. Well, I actually haven't been to Bondi, oddly enough, but uh, oh, isn't Bondi Beach like in Sydney? Yeah, it's it's in, in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool because the city's right there. It's yeah. awesome, like. Uh, yeah. whatever, Portside Town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like Barcelona that way. Where it's like, wow, I'm in a 
cool city and yeah. then the beach is right there like walk over to people it. surfing right yeah. right yeah. there yeah. it's great yeah uh, have you been to port douglas yes yeah it's I don't really actually remember <laughs> the, you guys the have the fist bump. What about this beach? <laughs> Port Douglas. Uh, same beach? Yeah, from what I remember, it, not super wavy, very mm. like uh, humid up there. The water's great. Yeah, but, uh, beach is fine, but uh, I think the best beach that I've been to in Australia is near Sydney. It's in Manly, uh, a little place just out of Sydney. There, okay. the water there is beautiful, refreshing, mm. not freezing cold. Right. Also mm. close to the uh, sort of city centre of Sydney there, but yeah, yeah. just out. Beautiful place. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. thing about Northern Australia is you can't go in the water during the summer because of the stingers, right? Like, well, because of several reasons. Well, yeah. yeah. Stingers, sharks, yeah. crocodiles. Yeah. Um, when we, the, the first time I took my wife, Roxana, we were in Port Douglas. We're swimming along. And then all of a sudden, the guys on the megaphone, like, everyone out of the water, oh everyone out. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what for? And, and just get out, just get out. And you see a guy up there looking out like this. We can see a crocodile just over there. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, what a cliche that is, you know? Yeah. My wife's first time to Australia. Get out of the water, you might get killed. You know? <laughs> what a cliche. Part of everyday life. Well, that's right. People, people think, it's not really like that, is it? And I'm like, nah. Then there's like, you know, get out. Anyway, so for me... So your favourite beach? <laughs> my favourite beach... So, so Brazil, Rio's got the oh, reputation God, for God, like, God. okay, we've got the you know most beautiful city and the beautiful beaches... And it's true. It is true. Like uh, Rio's two beaches, Copacabana, Ipanema Beach, like yeah. spectacular because the water's great, temperature's beautiful, mm-hmm. the sand is nice, and there's also so much action going on as well there. Yeah, yeah. They action. play they play this uh, game down there called foot volley, right? Yep. Where it's volleyball but soccer, so you don't use your hands. This is the most incredible skill <laughs> yeah. that I've ever seen yeah, anyone it do. It is amazing. They're really like spike it with their feet. Oh, yeah. and you know, catching off yeah, their chest and heading it over and stuff like that. And, and it's going bopping back and forth like that. Unbelievable stuff. But the whole atmosphere, the whole vibe down there is spectacular. And I was there for New Year's Eve, so the whole city was like really in a mood to party. Mm. It was beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> but unfortunately, I didn't get any photos of this because they say, you know, you've got to be careful on the beach. Don't take any valuables down there. Right. Because so, I was, I was last night. I'm like, we're gonna get some photos. I was like, I didn't take it. I didn't take my camera. It didn't matter. They came into my room anyway. Nick, my stuff. I probably would have been that's, safe. That's on the their beach. move. They say, hey, don't take anything to the beach. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're, you leave exactly. everything back in your place. Yeah, and just steal. yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I just remember the whole like the whole experience of it was was uh, was really really awesome. So good uh, one. Yeah. You know why that's so in. In like implanted in your brain because you didn't take a camera. You didn't <laughs> right. have that camera in front of your face. Mental pictures. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Well, this was the old film camera as well. So, uh, you know, you had, I had a little pouch and everything like that. But <laughs> stayed in the room. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. These are, those were great beaches. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so play, basically, you just played GeoGuess. What about this beach? Yeah, um, yeah. Do you have another beach you'd like to throw into the mix? I think Maybe every beach has been named. I really? think every beach in the world. Yeah, I know. Was just Come hit. on. What about your home? Your home country? What about it? Yeah, Mykonos, baby. They got some oh beautiful God, beaches. Yes. Yeah, everywhere in Greece is beautiful. Yep. The Mediterranean Sea. If you happen to be on a beach, is beautiful. Mm. I've met Barcelona's an incredible one. Barcelona's a good one. It's I just right think Barcelona's cool because it's like, yeah, the city's right there. Those are those are mm. pretty fun. You'd be rambling on the rambles, and then you just <laughs> jump jump on down to the beach. Yeah, any beach where there's great uh, pool or waterside eating that's the most important thing oh. like like good gazebos or whatever you want to call it it could be it could it could be really crappy like nobody wants to eat in sand but if you've got really good mm-hmm. ability to transition from sand to a seat and eat yeah oh done that in israel is so good and in tel aviv so good Life is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I stumbled across vegeta- vegetarianism in Greece, in Crete, in fact, actually. Yeah. You stumbled I did. upon I did. vegetarian. I, no, I did. Because so I, you dropped it on the beach. No, I was, I was in the beach and we went to one of those, this? <laughs> one of those beautiful cafes. And the salad, they brought out the salad for someone. I said, what, what is that? <laughs> Vegetables? He <laughs> said, you guys have salad. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. crazier than the time Matt said he brought tomatoes back to North Carolina. No, I'm telling you. And I said, <laughs> first cat out of bruschetta. Real bruschetta. And I said, I want that. And I said, does that have any meat? And he said, no. Nah. I said, 
All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going for this. <laughs> I didn't know I had you could a salad. Do that. I had a salad without me. <laughs> no, unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. That's wow. legal here. I know. I know. Wow. Crazy stuff. In the land of Suvlaki, I know. discovered I know. vegetarianism. I was like, it. wow, what a moment this is in my life. That's a great meal, man. Just a bowl of salad. It's a great meal. Funny thing about uh, Greece, though, in Athens. Don't go out for a meal at night if uh, Panathinaikos or Olympiakos are playing in the Champions League. Yep. Waiters don't want to know you there. They don't want to... The game's on, they're just like... Right. <laughs> and you're sort of like, I'm ready. And the guy's kind of like, what do you, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, like, you're a burden. Yeah. I like that. Like, I'm I love that type of uh, service, actually, when you're especially like in yeah. Europe. It's like, yeah. they're, they're just pissed that you're yeah. there. I love yeah. it. Almost got to respect it. Yeah. Uh, did you see Kevin Durant's video at Olympiacos basketball game? No, I, I, no, I know he's in Europe. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that Olympiacos game and... Uh, yeah, there's there's flares yeah, everywhere. Yeah, crazy. He's, yeah. he's like, this is the end of the world. There, you can hear on the PA, <laughs> PA announcer in Greek is telling everybody to get that fuck away from those people. One side of the building looks like it's on fire. Wow. Uh, Kevin Durant is filming it. Love it. So he was there. Yeah, yeah he was really? in the game. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I will just add to this beach conversation. It's a different type of beach because I mean, I think most of the beaches we're talking about like just those, just uh, well, Grace Bay is like twelve miles, yeah. right? Just pure sand, all that, but. I love a like a coastal beach too. Like you gotta like it's an adventure to get yeah. down to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stairs. Or it's, a, oh, yeah. it's a hell of a lot of work to get there. But then once you're down yeah. there, it's like you're so isolated. Like uh, the Algarve in Portugal, mm. like southern part of Portugal. Never a lot thought. of beautiful you know, beaches like that. Yeah, a deserted yeah, you know, a, like a dirt trail to get there. Uh, Saint Martin. Have you yeah. Ever, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kubikoi. Have you ever been there? I couldn't tell you where it's I was a, at. Yeah, it's, it's sort of yeah. the, I think it's the northeastern part of the island on the Dutch side. Uh, is it on? Well, anyways, <laughs> it, it's, uh, you have to, well, I haven't been there since 1999, but it you you had to go down. Right. There's just a guy with a cooler selling a, a bottle of beer for a yeah. dollar kind of thing. Clothing optional, great <laughs> waves, and like limestone. Like there's no restaurants. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just that's, like that's a, what I'm talking a about. guy with a cart on your way in, and then the dudes just selling beers out of their coolers. Those are the best. And if you're going to those beaches, you're like you're going to yeah. those beaches. Yeah, like, we got we're because it's a chore to get totally. in and out of some of them. Yeah, uh, you know, and probably because of that, there's less kids at those type of beaches because uh-huh. like oh, yeah. yeah, you're not venturing yeah. down with all your crap. Um, some serious waves, I'm sure. Some you're good beaches. Messing. Great beaches. Uh, any other beaches, Dad? <laughs> yeah, a lot of great beaches <laughs> on uh, the Pacific Coast Highway. We saw a lot of awesome mm. ones. It's like just cool when you're driving down the road and it's like ocean to one side, gigantic mountains mm. to the other, and you got to figure out a way to get there. But, Tass, you mentioned it. The worst part of the beach, it's the sand. Yeah. <laughs> so how about a beach with no sand? Schoolhouse Beach, Washington Island, Wisconsin, all smooth limestone Ooh. rocks. There's only like oh. a handful of these pebble beaches in the world. And for whatever reason, one of them's in Wisconsin. <laughs> Local laws prevent you from taking the stones off the beach because mm. glaciers put them there. I do have a picture of some bros mm. hanging out. All right. Let's see. Uh, but yeah, this thing is cool and crisp and clean. <laughs> I mean, Slippery? Say- it's slippery when you get into the water. Yeah. When you're on, when you're on the on the shore, you're probably gonna want to wear sandals because it's a uh, it's very pinchy pinchy. But um, mm. once you get into the sand or into the into the water, it's a little slippery because of all of the gigantic rocks underneath. But man, it's weird. It's just weird to be walking on rocks and then you're in the beach. <laughs> keep but, keep talking about. It. I didn't about see that, that you sent. That's me okay. This I, I sent it late. I sent it to myself instead of sending it to you. <laughs> I got <laughs> it. I got you it. know, a little bit of a little bit of a botch. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a bit of a botch on my part, but uh, yeah. but yeah, big old limestone in Door County, Wisconsin. It's also really cold. It's also mm. really really cold in the in the water because it, it it's probably Lake Michigan. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but I would assume that's the one that's stretching there. So, mm. what about? Uh, I mean, we're killing some time. What about Pebble Beach in California? You guys been there? There we go. Is See, it? look at these smooth oh, yeah. stones. Oh yeah, I can just. That's yeah. You can just. I can. Picture somebody trying to walk across that without uh, sandals on. Yeah, you don't want to hear <laughs> you know that classic hey, walking. Hey, 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 oh, there they are. Oh, the bros, the bros. Did you make a little fishing trap there? What's oh, that? yeah. You know, that's the other good thing is that you're just going to make a lot of structures because there's gigantic rocks. Uh, my buddy Adam specifically likes to just pick up the biggest thing he can find at all times. Whenever he finds he's like, I'm going to pick up some big rocks. I think he was trying to make a bathtub. Wow, Wisconsin, Wisconsin mm. Beach, Wisconsin Beach, Schoolhouse Beach. There it is. 
All right. Let's take one more break. But when we come back, don't go anywhere. We have an incredible thing to show you. Tass teased it the other day. A new No Dunks tattoo. We'll show you that after this. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, back in the Classic Factory. If you're joining us here live, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. And leave your boys a five-star rating and review if you listen to the podcast. I know we should have been doing that today, but the drop became beach stepping. So I guess we'll do five-star Friday next Friday? Yep, get them in. And you got seven more days. You're lucky. There you go. Um, also, I wanted to know, mm. which album are you most excited about today? Bad Bunny? Arcade Fire? Jack Harlow. Oh, wow. Uh, I guess uh, I've met Arcade Fire uh, Will. <laughs> Win. Win. <laughs> well, there, well, there is it's a Will brother. Brother. It's, 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 it's the anymore, last album. Right? Not yeah. anymore. Yeah, Will, Will left the band. Yeah. yeah, okay. Arcade Fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're most excited about yeah. that. I, I, again, Jack, I thought he was an actor, but I guess he's a singer too. Right. And Bad Bunny. Yeah, why not Bad Bunny? We're just talking beaches. I mean, that put you in the mood. Ah. I couldn't tell you a single bad bunny. Do you know what he looks like? If I if I showed, no, I don't think so. He doesn't look like a bunny. Is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing he's, he's a, a rap, rapper, though. Is he? He's a rapper. Yes. Yeah. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Glad I asked. Uh, final one here. We had to show this to you as we start wrapping up each step in. Um, Hello again, Dunky Boys. <laughs> I me I emailed a while back teasing you with a tattoo you guys would enjoy. Well, the time has come. And as a fellow basketball sicko, I wanted to permanently express my love for the game and how it's gotten me through tough times. Example, finding myself stuck in wow. life a lot. I felt the wedgie, and we're showing you uh, the tattoo here on YouTube. I felt this wedgie symbolizes that, you know, the being stuck in life. And you guys inspired me when I was coming up with the design. That is from Matt B. Matt Barrios. Um, incredible. He take, Taking the... Uh, the wedgie design that we have on the t-shirts are there over at nodunks.com mm -hmm. and uh, putting it right there on his arm. And I got to say, that looks great. Yeah, very cool. I like it on uh, the front of the bicep yeah. is what it looks like here uh, mm -hmm. from Matt. Oh, interesting. I thought it was the tricep. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess it could be. I thought it was mm. his forearm. I think bicep is <laughs> but right. No, no, you guys are right because there's the it crease. Looks like, it looks like bicep. Yeah, I think you're right. It is the bicep. Wow. It's weird that I thought it was. <sighs> well, what do you think? You, you like it, Trey? JD, you fan of this? Oh, love it. Might get one yourself? Uh, I have no tattoos, <laughs> I so. Yeah. I don't know. It would be stupid for me to get a wedgie tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I guess it works. <laughs> You also have the appearance of a guy that looks like he has tattoos. I know. I'm sure you've so, heard that before. It's more cutting edge to not have any tattoos. Yeah. Mm. You veered. Mm. You swerved. Pure punk over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're obviously uh I love it. Yeah. Clean. 
Very clean. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many no dunks? I threw that in air quotes. Uh, tattoos? Do we have now? What are we up to? Three? Yes. Well, uh, so, four. Uh, okay, one has two though. Oh, that's right. Who, yeah. Liz. Liz has the starter's generic logo, and then she has the me face. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then old Eight Toes has got the very solid play on his uh, mm. sort of tricep right, area right, there. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. that's so we're up to four no dunk tattoos <laughs> in the world. Wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, maybe uh, ideas you could like suggest for somebody? Like a, a, a no dunks inspired tattoo tray, like I mean, you know, big B four. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, like uh, you could get a beef, you could get a like a meat emoji on you, but I don't think people would know right away that it's for us. So maybe you right. would have to have like a little Andre Drummond grabbing the meat mm. emoji, and oh, yeah, suddenly yeah. you got an Andre Drummond tattoo. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I would. Hey, look, I'll throw it out into the world. Wouldn't mind seeing a Temper Boy tattoo. Mm. Yeah. Especially that little logo we have on one of our t-shirts. Mm. That's good. That's a good That's tattoo a good right there. Yeah. I should if you're the it. angry guy at your pickup <laughs> run, you should get one. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Poo God, the old Poo God t-shirt, that'd be a great tattoo. Oh, the Manu Ginobili. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, he had angel wings. Yeah. That's toilet classic. paper sort of flying around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> I think there's Latin on it. Yep. There is. That's that. I have that t-shirt somewhere. I'll try and I find it. I have one too. Get, Maybe that, like, uh, just the drawing of Lee doing the thumbs up with a, but like his mouth is extra wide. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like the I like the pick. I always tweet it uh, every once in a while. This I I think it's one of the funnier bits we did where we got everybody to put their thumbs up, uh, yeah, like yeah. into the shot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Lee's face, and it's like it feels like there's like fifteen yeah. thumbs. That was early days, yeah. Yeah, that's started yeah. early days. Oh, yeah. good call from Eric Kuhn here in the stream team. Wasn't there somebody that had a basketball turnip? <laughs> oh, yes. Turnip, love you guys, awesome. Oh, yeah. there was. Oh. There was. Yeah. That's good. Okay, we're up to five. Yep. <laughs> Pocket dog tattoo I see suggested here from Bon Bon. That'd be nice. I think uh, someone should get tasked doing the Raptors win Thing. Oh, the one I always that, post yeah, after Raptors yeah, win yeah. with the one thumb? That'd be great. It says Raptor on his shirt. For a Raptors That's fan. a good one, too. Just giving you so many ideas. I've been thinking about getting tattoo, but it, it, you're right, JD. Like at a certain point now, it's like, well, I guess uh, you you sort of go why. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, Dwayne Wade did. Dwayne Wade's inked up these days. This is a new development. Yeah, he got a tat recently. He's got one like I know he's his, got that. Yeah, because yeah. he because he, he's like oh, I always have my shirt off, so I might yeah. as well put a cool tat. Because I remember him saying like you know because he was really in the major tat era, and he was like they just weren't for me. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard bit the same. Yeah, that's true. Dwight Howard went from nothing to like just covered. covered. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would do if I got <laughs> oh, one. That's I'd, what they say happens. Yeah, yeah. I'd just want like all sleeves. Sleeves. Up. Yeah. 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 Okay. What about the JJ Redick one sleeve? Yeah, I could do one sleeve. I sure. think one sleeve is actually pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it's like party, which arm you, which party arm you on doing? the left and uh, business on the right. Or which something. Arm you know how much hair I would to shave off your arm to tattoo you? I right? would do my off arm, my left arm. That's my <laughs> sleeve. Mm. Right arm strictly for buckets. <laughs> exactly. Just like Nick yeah. Young and Malik Monk. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, your right arm, your shooting arm, like all just buckets, little buckets. Different kinds oh. of buckets. <laughs> yeah. Bucket hats, buckets you take That's to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> buckets all down your arm. Uh, the guy that wore the KFC bucket on his head. And what band was that? <laughs> Guns and Roses bucket head. <laughs> okay, this is like how we ended yesterday's show, where we yeah, had bands with stuff. numbers in them. Just now we just send in buckets, different type of buckets. Anything else? Ah, uh, the bucket shot. What? That's called the bucket shot. Oh, Rick Berry. Uh, yeah. Bozo buckets. You know, yeah, yeah, you're chucking them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, ooh, can I make the farthest one? I just want a cookie. No, that was something that was on Bozo. My bad. <laughs> you're having a rough day today. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, we're doing a beach stepping episode. It's supposed to be loose. It's we're hanging at the beach oh, here. Hey, hey, let me tell you, it's definitely been loose. Yeah, it's been loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's baseball buckets. You know, it's just water yeah. baseball buckets. You know, those like narrow buckets. The same bucket you'd put a big piece of feta cheese in. Uh, uh, Home Depot buckets, like they're always selling. Yeah, I always standard. want you to buy their buckets. You notice that? Mm. I like their buckets. Are they good? Just indestructible. Indestructible. Yeah. Nah, not really. But <laughs> it's a bucket that does bucket-like things, and I like that about a bucket. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Drop your buckets, your favorite buckets, in the comments section. I think that's a perfect time to start wrapping this up. We got games on this weekend. Two on tonight. Two on Saturday. Two on Sunday. You know we're back on Monday. 
to break it all down. How many series are we going to have left come Monday morning? That's the real question. Hopefully four. But... Hopefully four. Hopefully four. But we will find out, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on Monday live at 10 a.m. Eastern. Again, send in your questions. We'll be doing some more beach stepping. You trust me. No dunks at theathletic.com. <laughs> trust you me, trust, all right? Trust you. Trust me. Trust, trust my you. word. Very trustworthy. I thought you were going to put up the hands like when Lee was saying it's cold at the Australian beach. You trust, tr- trust me. Yeah. I'll make you a beach stepping podcast. You'll never you forget. Have to download. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, send them in. No dunks at theathletic.com. Tweet them in at no dunks inc. Or leave them in the YouTube comment section. Guys, have a great weekend. Great to see you. Where, why are you all dressed up? Where are you going? Going to pledge my allegiance to this country. Wow! Can I go tell someone that I would bear arms for this? <laughs> Congratulations! I guess Thank uh, you. you uh, the test went okay. It went well. Citizenship. Test. It went well. Nice. It went well. Good. So yes, going to uh, yeah say an oath today. Straight from the factory to the oath. Straight. Yeah. I'll probably maybe detour. Maybe go do some American things <laughs> uh, for a bit. Well, what, what, should, what should I do? Throw down a bucket of wings. Yeah. Oh, nice bucket. Good bucket. <laughs> Real good bucket. The bucket of wings, yeah. You're going to go to the gun range. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to buy some fireworks. Yeah, you got to go buy some headphones. Earphones. You've got to get a flag. <laughs> Ear flag. Uh-huh. A flag off the back of your car. Uh-huh. You've got to have the stars and stripes. Eating apple pie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Most definitely. What's the most American song that he has to be blaring while he pulls in? Springsteen, I guess. Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) (laughs) Just bumping it. Turn this up. Turn this up. I love this song. All right. uh, We will talk to you guys on Monday. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, hope the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Buckets have a great Hmm. game on Saturday. (laughs) Brace the weekend, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.